Hello, this is Brad Warren, and you're listening to Beyond the Event, a youth ministry podcast presented by Christ in Youth, where we help you maintain momentum between the mountaintops. We've got some great stuff on the docket today, folks. Really fun and insightful conversation from some of my friends here at CIY. Before we do that, though, I would love to put something on your radar. You've probably heard us say this a billion times before, so I hope you don't get tired of hearing it. But we believe that everyone is created for kingdom work, that every single person has a totally unique combination of gifts, talents, abilities, and resources that God has given them to do the good works he prepared in advance for them to do. We are, most of the time you hear us say that, we're saying it about your students, uh, but we also say that about you quite a bit. Uh, But did you know that we also want to help you communicate that to the adult leaders in your ministry. The ones who may not do the set up chairs on Thursday afternoon kind of kingdom work, but definitely understand the big presentation on Monday morning kind of kingdom work or the afternoon coffee with a client kind of kingdom work. The moms and dads and doctors and lawyers and accountants and factory workers and public servants and teachers who show up whenever the doors are open to minister to your students. The Worker Network was created specifically for those people. We know that resourcing your volunteers is a huge task and we want to help you out. So if you have kingdom workers in your ministry who want to figure out what it looks like to do kingdom work in the workplace, They can sign up for the Worker Network uh, and they'll be added to a Facebook group, to the Worker Network Facebook group, and they will receive a monthly email packed with resources, stories, and tips that will encourage them in their mission. There's a link in the show notes uh, where they can sign up for that. Throw it in your group me, post it in your Facebook group, send it to your email list, get it into your volunteers' hands however you can. And that, if you do that, that's literally all the work that you will have to do to provide them with ongoing encouragement and support in their journey of kingdom work. So seriously, do it right now. I'll wait. I'll wait. You, are you done yet? Did you do it? Okay, great. Now, let's get started with today's episode. In a little bit, I'll be joined by the hilarious and thoughtful director of Mix, Caleb DeRoyne. But first, I'm excited for you to hear from CIY's brand new director of Effect, Caitlin Adams. Caitlin Adams, welcome back to Beyond the Event again. Thanks for having me. Uh, Good to be here. It's I well, it's good. It's good for my heart that you're here. Um, because I'll tell you why. Um, last time, last time we talked on this podcast, you were a youth pastor. And um, I thought personally, me as your friend and somebody who got to partner with you in ministry a couple times, that you were just a rock star youth pastor. I was like, that Caitlin Adams, she she knows what she's doing. And um, now... Well, that is very kind of you. That's super Now... Funny. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. I say nothing that isn't true. Now, we get to work together. A little different this we time do. around, huh? Yeah. Which is fun. fun. So, Wild you time. are... Uh, the director of 
effect, which I don't know if you guys can hear the, the, what is that letter called? Do you know? Oh, Brad. The you like put me on the spot. I honestly don't you, well, know. Well, you guys know. You've seen it in dictionaries. The like smash together A and E. Hey, everyone. Producer Michael here. In case you were curious, like I was during that conversation, I didn't want to leave you hanging. That letter comes from the Old English Latin alphabet and is called ash. It can be pronounced a few different ways, but the most common way that it's typically pronounced is with the short A sound, like a as in apple. Anyway, back to the show. Because it's like yep. a verb and a noun, a, a noun, yep. effect, a mm-hmm. effect, um, yep. which this might be your first time ever hearing us talk about that, which is fine. Uh, it's probably the last time you're hearing me say it on this podcast. What we're going to refer to it now as is digital resources. Yeah. Digital resources. Right. Caitlin Adams, our director right. of digital resources. So uh, super excited to have you on staff um, and and get to just kind of hang out with you in a little bit of a different context. It's It's been a blast so far. Yeah. 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 Uh, what, what, uh, what do you love about working in CIY? You loved us from afar yeah. for a long time. I did. I don't I know did, what absolutely. just brings you joy about being here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, well, well, uh, well uh, let me start with this question. Do you like being here? Yes. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> like I was sure, just assuming I was there. assuming a lot up front. You know what I mean? Let me to say why do you like to you me? and all of my closest <laughs> friends and listeners on the podcast. I do love 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 being here. Great. Absolutely. Now we can talk about now that we've established <laughs> that we can talk about why, I guess. Great. Great. Uh, Number one reason is that I get to talk with Brad Warren outside of the walls of a Raising Cane's in Tulsa for the first time. (laughs) That's not that's not true. Okay, it's not not true. But I do receive what you're saying. Um, We when our friendship was forming, when our friendship was forming. um, Yes. Brittany and I, Brittany, our director of Engage, were down in Tulsa quite a bit because we were filming um, yep. uh, kind of a documentary kind of thing with your group who had gone That's on right. a trip to Honduras right. with Engage. So we were down there, you know, several times. At the time, yes. Joplin did not have a Raising Canes. Now we do. <laughs> sure. Um, sure. And uh, I actually have a new Tulsa obsession, which is, okay, what is it? Torchies. Yeah, fair. I, I will meet you at Torchies any day. I love Torchies tacos. So any day. It used to be yeah. we would go to Tulsa and it was like, okay, let's go to Canes because this is my only opportunity in all of life to to get Canes. Yeah. And I'm sorry, yeah. I truly hear me. I apologize that I subjected okay. you to that so many times. Um but <laughs> I think once we even had it catered to the church. I, that is correct. We did, Kate. We even for catered the film it shoot. to the church. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just like, can you just yeah. give us like 500 no, chicken strips? We did. And they did. Yeah. Um, and an extra pan to go home with. Yeah. Them, but it's fine. <laughs> um, it's fine. It was worth it. It was a great yeah, spot. Torchies, uh, uh, the, the uh, trashy trailer park taco is yeah. deserving of a Michelin star. It is pretty it is, good. It Pretty is good. Exquisite. For those who don't know, that is a fried chicken strip <laughs> on a taco, <laughs> which is not my go-to, but that's all right. <laughs> it is. So, <laughs> so we have not really gone that far from Cane's, have we, Brad? 
<laughs> we need we need a torches yeah. and canes crossover that's right oh my gosh i didn't even think about uh, that that is correct yeah, that, no, honestly i am so. so flustered right now i don't even know where to go where, where do where i'll tell you what caitlin okay, you threw me, me off my game where do you some, want to take this conversation i would like to tell you something i mean not that that wasn't real but something that uh i love about working with the staff okay great yeah let's do that i love it here too i'm having fun right now right i can tell um no i i am super thrilled to come and be a part of ciy i have been a big fan from afar for a while and so it has been a great uh almost uh, six months now. So kind of a wild ride, but um, have been really had a good time getting to know the staff and just how creative and fun and uh, wild everybody is. It has been, it's been, uh, it's been a trip. It's a strange, so, uh, it's a strange group of people. And I say that with love. Wonderfully strange. <laughs> it, it, it's my favorite. I absolutely love working here. Um, I cannot yep. believe that I get to like b- collaborate with some of the people that I get to collaborate with. It's, it's just, yeah. uh, <clears throat> it is truly a gift and a joy. And I'm glad yeah. that, uh, I'm glad you yeah. feel that too. That's super cool. So, um, I, I, I want to kind of talk about y- your role a little bit because I do think, yeah. you know, when Lane Moss comes on here and we say the director of move, I think people have a, a fairly good idea of what that means probably without having to sure. do a lot of exposition on that. But, uh, you are the director of digital resources, the director of effect, yep. um, yeah. which I think, a, a vast majority of the youth ministers, uh, who partner with CIY think of us as an event organization, right? They think of right. going to move, going to mix, going on an engaged trip, going to Superstart. Um, And now it seems like there is a really big emphasis on this other facet of that partnership that you're kind of spearheading. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Effect or digital resources at CIY, we, we exist to leverage the digital space to continue to call youth to Christ and kingdom work. Um, So we want to resource churches uh, to continue the work that the spirit is doing at our events um, or at, uh, at other events or programming. We want to continue that work beyond those spaces. Yeah. That's really cool. So you're, when I, when I hear you say that, I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. okay, you were a youth pastor. I was a youth pastor. We both took kids to move. Uh, we know what that's yep. like. I'm thinking of all the amazing things that Move has to offer, and yep. I want I want you to kind of tell me how some of these things, um, how some of these things might be able to be reinforced or or resourced yeah. to use your word there, um, yeah, in the digital sure. space. So the biggest thing in my mind is like you cannot replicate the relational connection that your students make with each other and make with their leaders um, mm-hmm. when they're at move or mix or superstart. I mean, you're, you're mm-hmm. taking, um, uh, you're taking one group of people, right. And you're sticking yeah. them in yeah. a Petri dish for a week <laughs> and telling them to have uh, really 
intimate conversations with each other, to have a lot of fun with each Mm -hmm. other, to, Mm -hmm. you know, engage in what God is doing in the world alongside of each other. And um, then, you know, sometimes you go home from the events and it's like, okay, how do, um, how do we kind of keep this momentum going? That's one thing Mm -hmm. I imagine. I also know that on night five of every, every move event, and on night mm-hmm. four of every mix event, uh, we ask mm-hmm. students to stand up for various reasons. We tell them to stand up if they um, have made a first-time decision to follow Jesus, if they want to commit to being a kingdom worker, if they want to commit to going into vocational ministry. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like some of those things, you know, you get on the bus and the air just kind of naturally comes out of the mm-hmm. balloon a little bit. Uh, it, mm-hmm. You can lose a lot of momentum. So um, why did why, why – why is this something that you were drawn to? Like I talked to a lot of people that want to work yeah. at CIY and they want to come program move, you know? Right. They want to come yeah. uh, flex creative muscles and help us build these incredible yeah. events. So why, why this for you? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I um, just year before last was sitting in the audience with my students um, and a couple of years before that. And uh, we were having that, that same experience. And I was watching just the incredible creativity play out in front of me on the screen and on the stage and in the scripts. And I thought I want to be able to utilize some of these resources back home in my celebration service or in my testimony night or in my whatever's coming next. And and I thought, um, man, I really want I really want to be able to take some of this home with me. Um, so that kind of started um, a piece, a, a draw to helping CIY figure out uh, how we can give these resources, get them in the hands of our churches to continue to um, to see how the spirit can move through them back home. Um, but alongside that, man, Brad, for, for, years. Uh, I mean, I, I was called into ministry at a camp in ninth grade, right? So I uh, sat in that seat and had that m- moment of decision. Uh, and ever since then, I have felt and, and, and preached that these shared experiences are an overlap of where heaven meets earth. They're one of the thin spaces. Um, and so I want as much as I can to connect that space, that experience that a student and a leader share, that stu- that experience that that a group shares. I want as as much as we can to connect that back into the life and body of the church when they get home so that those things can continue. And and yeah, the the energy is different and the the conversations are different when it's not uh you know, 11 PM after bags of Cheetos and whatever. And it's, you know, (laughs) and everybody's exhausted. Like the conversations are different, of Uh. course, but, but that's where, that's where, um, not only can we help resource the church to connect those students who were, who had the shared experience, um, back to their day-to-day life, but also the students who weren't able to come, you know, that was a, a tension that I battled a lot. I would take a handful of students with me to move and come home. And we're trying to translate that experience to the rest of the group. 
Um, and, and so I want to bridge those gaps because students, um, as important as these, these experiences are in the bubble in a way and in the thin place, um, it's just as important to, to bridge that coming back home. And I want to resource church as well to do that. Yeah. We had, uh, Juan Fias on here a couple weeks ago. I don't mm-hmm. know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and he, oh, I think it was him. I could be, I could be misquoting here and, and I apologize if that's the case. Um, but he talked about, uh, how awesome it is to watch students invest in each other relationally and move and mix. <clears throat> And um, they're in Colorado, so they're not not able to attend Superstart. But um, at Move and Mix, his, his students and their leaders developed these awesome, awesome relationships. And then they would come home, and it felt like all the students who didn't go were like trying to play catch up. Like they sure. they sure. felt like they had like missed out on this on this experience that so these these people all got to to share in together. And that's something I hadn't really thought about with digital resources that they could be. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to like put you on the spot to talk about specific things because I know you're six months sure. into this job and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're in dream world a little bit right now. Right. Sure. Um, sure. But, but I can talk about some specifics. We got well, some fun stuff coming. <laughs> yeah. And we will get to that for sure. But um, it just, I, I don't know. Hearing you say that identified like a really specific pain point for me that it's like, mm-hmm. man, digital resources coming into this particular moment or this particular space could be kind of a game changer for people. Are there other things like that, that you, that you remember from your time in ministry or that you've observed from, from talking Mm -hmm. with people where it's like, Hey, we see this fill in the blank Mm -hmm. issue, Mm -hmm. problem, difficulty. Mm -hmm. And it's a place where we would like to see CIY digital resources come alongside people going forward. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think a, a big one is, uh, like you mentioned, decision night um, after after students make decisions um, to resource youth ministers um, to have next steps for those students. That's a big one, and that's actually a big um, a big lane that we are walking right now. Um, sprinting? I don't want to say sprinting. I want to, I kind of need to say sprinting down. Um, So we are, we are really trying to develop some resources around decisions made at, at camps. Yeah. Which I mean is great because you and I both know having sat in those seats that when you watch all those kids stand up, like that can be a little bit overwhelming. Um, One, like you're in one of two places, right? Either a, man, this is a lot of kids that I feel like I need to have conversations and ongoing relationships with and kind of try to mm-hmm. figure this out with. And I need to give special attention to this kid because I don't know that they actually know what they just stood up committing to sure. <laughs> uh, or sure. whatever. Or it's like the the other um, possible alternative is that you don't feel overwhelmed by the number of students, but you might feel overwhelmed by um, entrusting such such important conversations that carry so much gravity to mm-hmm. small group leaders who mm-hmm. um yeah. you know are rock stars and heroes but it's like yes how can we get things in people's hands in order to kind of standardize yep. these things and help point people in a certain direction no, absolutely that's, that's really no cool. absolutely and and specifically i mean we are looking at 
we're looking at all of the decisions made, but but very specifically um, for students who stand up feeling called into vocational ministry, we are looking at how to bridge the gap between that moment of calling and a commitment that they make into a space that God's already preparing for them, whether that's um, leadership of their church or um, uh, Bible college or university. I mean, whatever their next step is uh, in order to get them into a place of ministry that God has prepared for them. Um, And so I'm really excited about that. Me too. We, I'm part of a lot of like youth ministry, Facebook groups Mm -hmm. and a, a, a huge percentage of posts in those Facebook groups are people looking yeah. For somebody to fill a position. Um, yeah. Very few of them are, hey, I'm a youth pastor and I'm out of the job. Mm-hmm. I would love, like you don't see a, a ton of that, but sure. you do see a lot of people sure. who are like, we need mm-hmm. help. And Caitlin, I'm going to be yep. honest with you. Like I've been going through a painful thing here with, um, you know, I had a pretty traditional arc, I would say, to get into ministry. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, first understood God's call on my life to be in ministry when I was at a CIY move. Um, mm-hmm. And I went to a, a Bible college. I went to Florida Christian College and loved my experience there. Um, mm-hmm. But we've had two really crappy things happen um, mm-hmm. within that community. One being um, the school that I went to and loved kind of lost its identity when it was frankly, mercifully acquired by Johnson University. Like if, mm-hmm. if, if they hadn't done that, uh, the school would not have been able mm-hmm. to continue on. Um, mm-hmm. But then just this year got the news that they're actually going to be closing that campus, that the, uh, the physical okay. place where I received what I consider to be such rich ministry training is, yeah. is going away. Um, mm-hmm. And so I don't know, I'm, I, I don't really have a question yeah. there, but I feel like a deep, connection to yeah. to this issue and I have a feeling that a lot of other people do too. You're right. You're absolutely right in that. No, it's it's devastating. It really is. And and many people are moved to um to be in this conversation um in a lot of ways. And it has been um it has been um life giving to have so many talking and um praying and uh discussing what we're doing here. Um, but it is, it has been, uh, devastating for sure. The amount of Bible colleges that are closing now. Yeah. So do you, I mean, we're sitting here on, uh, what is today? November the 9th, which is like dangerously close to summer. Um, when you live in our world, like, is this something (laughs) you mentioned that it's a sprint? Um, is this something that people can be like, can, can, anticipate at least seeing the first phases of uh, coming out of our events this summer or is that kind of a down the road thing yeah absolutely no there will be there will be first phases um but the 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 plan is is really a 10-year plan so we are we are really looking long term at what this is uh how this scales um but there will definitely be first first phases out next summer for sure so i what i hear you saying please correct me if i'm wrong is um we understand 
that churches need help, that they need good people in positions. Um, we understand that it can be overwhelming for a youth pastor to carry the sole responsibility of walking alongside their students as they navigate that and help is on the way. Is that what That's I'm hearing? Right. Yes, Great. absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that makes me really so. excited and gives me a lot of hope about something that throughout the yeah. course of the last couple months has just been kind of a, a, yeah. a darker area in my thinking. Sure. So aside from that, um, I'm, 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 I'm thrilled that you're kind of taking a leadership role in, in navigating some of those things. Crazy that it's a 10 year plan, like, yes. because the issue is huge and therefore sure. the solution needs to be robust yeah. and I'm excited to yeah. see how that plays out. But, uh, let's talk about some of the other things or actually let's not talk about some of the other things. What is like energizing to you right now? What comes across your desk and you're like, yes, I'm pumped to work on this. I, yeah. I think it's great and I'm just so excited about it. Yeah. Well, I think, and this goes back a little bit to another thing that I uh, wanted uh, as the youth pastor sitting in the seat at move. Um, but so, so my first move uh, I, when I, when I experienced convos for the first time, I went home and you know what? I experienced it first at Believe. So, uh, RIP. And I took that, I went home and, uh, immediately started doing that style. I, I wrote on my piece of paper that I passed out to my small group leaders uh, I, so I went home from believe and I, and I went on to my piece of paper for my small group leaders. And I said, hand this piece of paper to your students and now pass it to the kid who or now pass it to, to the person who is, uh, who travel has traveled the farthest or, um, and, and they, they started, you know, passing this piece of paper around and You'd made, and you made every, analog, analog convos. I did. Let's go. I did. And they, my leaders were like every week, like we need this every week. And I was like, okay. And <laughs> so started, started doing that as part of my small group prep. And, you know, it revolutionized small groups for me at the time. And so I think back on that pretty often because, um, now, yeah, convos is a huge piece of of my day to day now, and um, and I feel so uh, thankful to get to play a role in helping students uh, speak more, feel feel safe, and feel comfortable in small groups to share doubts and to talk about, you know, to, to, to vocalize their faith, because I really feel that a student's faith isn't real to them until they say it out loud. Um, and so I, I think that's a huge piece of what, what we're trying to do with combos. And it's fun to, fun to get to work on that project, regardless of how it's coming across my inbox or my, my desk. So. Yeah. Helping students take ownership of those conversations is, is a big deal. And, uh, yep. so I'm excited about that too. It'll be fun to kind of watch how that plays yeah. out. Um, <clears throat> I want to, uh, kind of wrap up our time together here by asking you, you might be our 
our our director who people know the least. You know what I mean? People know Lane Moss. (laughs) They know Caleb DeRoyne a little bit. He's been around. Corey Klein is Corey Klein. You know what I mean? (laughs) Everybody everybody in the whole world knows that guy. Brittany (laughs) Shoemake has been at CIY for like 12 years. Everybody knows Brittany. I want you to share... Um, I want you to share a secret with everybody who listens to this. Just tell us something about yourself. <laughs> what is something that you are excited about personally, not, not work related? Oh man. Give us some insight into Caitlin Adams. Oh man. Um, hmm. Oh, your whole um, life is consumed by your work. What? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty <laughs> Stop much. It. Stop it. No, not not even a little bit. Um, man, I I just I'm trying to think of what would be a secret though. It's not. No, a secret. it doesn't have I to have be a secret. I'm kidding. I have I have two little boys. Uh, Asher is three, and Cohen is eight months. And um, I mean, truly, I they man. Asher is just three-year-olds. Like if you haven't hung around a three-year-old in a while, like, man, he is hilarious. Like does he every try to, word that comes out of his mouth. Does he try to wrestle with the, with the eight month old a little bit or no? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he's, he's really, I mean, he, he calls it hugging him, but yeah. it's, it's <clears> very <throat> aggressive love from a, the three-year-old. So, uh, but it is, it is just, it is so hard and so beautiful. And have so... you had a moment yet? Have you had a <laughs> moment yet where like Asher has done something and it's like, I need to discipline my child for this thing that he has just done uh-huh. because it's, it's uh-huh. egregious. Yes. But also yes. <laughs> I cannot stop myself from laughing. Yes. Like I need to, I need to give me a story. Tell me something he did. Yes. Oh my God. See, gosh, this is what so we needed. Funny. This is what we needed to get I, to. I told him, I told him this is two nights ago. I'm, I'm, I'm reading his book uh, his, at night. I'm putting him to bed. It's my turn. My husband and I take turns. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Um, and, and it's my turn and I'm reading him the book. And, and uh, I said, so I'm, I'm also reading uh shout out to Lane Moss for the recommendation, but I'm reading habits of the household. Uh, right now by Justin Whitmull early and it is changing how I parent. Um, and so I'm, I'm putting him to bed. I, I say this to him. I say, Hey buddy, you know, I love you no matter what good things you do and no matter what bad things you do. And this is something I've started saying. And he says, mommy, I threw sand at my friend at lunch today. And I said, oh, buddy, you know, I was like, this is where I'm like trying so hard not to laugh. Buddy, we don't throw things at other people. We don't throw things at people, bud. And I said, I love you anyway, you know, because he's like using this time for confessional. Yeah. And uh, and so and Th- three-year-old says, catharsis is important. It's right. Yeah. That's right. And he says, his, his, he says, mommy, I get to throw things at my teacher tomorrow. 
at school. And I said, no, sir. Uh -uh." And I just start getting, you know, I start getting frustrated. I'm like, no, sir, we don't throw things at people. We don't throw things at people. He says, mommy, I get to throw. And he just gets this little voice when he's really frustrated. And he goes, I get to throw things on my teacher tomorrow. And I was like, okay, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to lay it. I'm going to let it go. We're going to so deal with this tomorrow. School. <clears throat> we're dealing with this later. And I drop him off at school and his teacher is like, oh yeah, they get to, we're playing David and Goliath and they're David. They get to throw things at me today. <laughs> Amazing. So he was right. So, yeah. He was right. He's so. He was right and you were wrong. Welcome to being a parent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That's right. That's exactly right. That's what I'm learning. Not well, a secret. Caitlin, appreciate you spending some time with us today. Super. Uh, you're six months in. I'm so excited to see where this, uh, where this so takes fun. you and where this takes the organization. It's going to be fun. Super fun to be here. Thanks for having me, Brad. Caleb, good buddy. Caleb, welcome back. Hello, Brad. Glad to be back. I grateful to be here. Love talking to you a lot, but I love talking to you the most when there are microphones between us. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know either. <laughs> but okay. here cool. we are. Um, you will recall um, <clears throat> about four minutes ago when you kept saying, "Hey, what are you going to ask me? Like, wh- what's going mm-hmm. on?" You asked me that, and then yesterday you were like. So when we are on the podcast, were you going to ask me? And I was like, I'm not telling. I know. I am very aware of that. Yeah. Are you anxious? Uh, I'm always anxious. (laughs) I mean, I take medication for it. But um, no. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I just wanted to to catch you off guard with the question. It's important that you be caught off guard with the question. Okay. Um, This question is going to sound like I did nothing to prepare for this podcast. And that's fine. Uh, that's okay with me um, if people think that. But I, I actually am asking it because I think that you'll probably find your way to a great answer. Here's okay. the question. what's been, What's been on your mind lately? Interesting. What you been... What have I been thinking about? What you been stewing on a little bit? Like what's, what... Just what's going on up there? Anything? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, honestly, the, the, the things that are going through my mind on a, on a daily basis is, <laughs> that's such an odd question, Brad. What are we doing? I know. I got, oh, I did you're it. killing me. I did it. You did. Mission accomplished. But this is great because whatever the next words that come out of your mouth are, are going to be gold. I know it. I know it. Unless I said something off the wall, like toe jam. That's gold. Golden toe jam. No, honestly, uh, a thing that I think through a lot and a thing that's been on my mind and on my heart probably for the better part of two years now. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Lately. Yeah. About the last 24 (laughs) months. um, Is honestly just like my, my walk with anxiety um i walk with mental health and taking care of myself dude and especially like in a ministry context where we kind of pour our whole selves out during the summer i have i am learning how to take care of myself i am learning how to be a good husband a good father um but yeah that's just like an ever occurring and 
recurring thing that I'm thinking about is, man, how do I love Jesus well? How do I love my wife well? How do I love my son well? And how do I serve mix well? Like that's a crazy checklist sometimes, but uh, we have talked about how like this is something that we both have kind of walked through at the same time and weren't talking to each other about. Yeah. It's like, dang, would have been nice to yeah. just like, you know, no, but we could have shared tips. We could have yeah, tips and tricks. <laughs> um, no, but I'll tell you what, like you, you kind of touched on it and I don't know. I bet there are youth pastors that feel this, even if it, it wouldn't reach the level of, uh, what somebody might be willing to label like a mental health crisis is we like the hardest time for me, I'll just personalize it. The hardest time for me in the maintenance of my mental health is August. Dude, August, September is like, cause summer you are just go, you're, you're running on pure adrenaline. Mm-hmm. It's like, I got to get done. I got to do this. I got to do this thing. I got to make this flight and then I'm going to land here and then we're going to start over and do this whole thing and manage this conflict and da 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 And you're just going and going and going. And you're in fifth gear for three months and you get to August 1st and go straight from fifth gear down to first gear. Yep. It's quiet. And it feels like you are hitting a brick wall. It's yeah. insane. Every time. And I think... I've all, like you ride the like we right we get so lucky that we talk about how we get to see the mountaintops, mm-hmm. but when you ride the mountaintop for three months and then you go back to like normal life, you're like, wait, so I guess I get, does God not talk to me? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought life, he was. <laughs> I just go to McDonald's. I didn't get to see a bunch of middle schoolers uh, get saved last night. Like it. Those are so odd and can happen like it just is over, right? Like summer is over and it's really hard to adjust. Um, And really summer, but it's like lately it's like the run up to summer as well. So like February starts to get crazy. March is is busy. April is like, oh, we're doing this thing. May is like we got to train and make sure we know how to do this thing. Mm -hmm. And then June, July, we do it. And then August, it's like, hey, take some rest. And you're like. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's like that. I don't know if that's what I want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like I want a bunch of people to scream at me at the same time. That's what I need right yeah. now. I, <laughs> I am in, I am in fix it mode. Yeah. I am not yeah. in just yeah. like rest mode. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, the story that I've come to resonate with just on the deepest possible level is the story of Elijah going up and like defeating the prophets mm-hmm. of Baal and having this like amazing moment. And I mean, everyone who's listening to this knows the story with the fire in being called down and burning up the altar and whatever. And it's the whole thing. And then like, he goes from that unbelievable moment. To, and then immediately uh, goes um, to the um, cave. Immediately is like depressed is yeah. like, Oh, there's no one left who worships God. I know. Oh, I just want to die. Oh, I just saw God mere hours ago. Literally send fire down from the sky (laughs) and burn up an altar. And it's like, Lord, now I just want to die because I don't feel like I feel so alone. But I've, I've, I've come to connect to that story in a weird way. Yeah. I think it's, it's that, uh, of course it's like, yeah, me too. But I, uh, when I'm in my throes, sometimes I, 
I read that text, right? When it's like when God speaks in a whisper, I always read it. I was just like, Elijah, what are you doing here, man? Like, what are you doing here? I'm right here. And that's that's a little bit of kind of my mantra. Like sometimes if I'm in the depths, it's just like, hey, what are we doing here? Yeah. He's right there. So, yeah, I, I didn't mean to start us off <laughs> super heavy. Uh, I don't know what's more heavy talking about my mental health or the fact that all my sports teams are <laughs> trash or. Boy, that's uh, a hard right. I get a. I am expecting a baby in a few weeks. Yeah, baby girl. Baby, baby girl to ruin. She's coming. You want to know the name? I, I'll tell you the you name for, for the podcast. Tell me. No, I'm not going to no! do that. No! <laughs> ah, that was so mean. Wait, when's this coming out? This is coming out on Monday. Oh, yeah. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I tried. Will you tell me off mic? No. Dang, no Caleb? one gets to know. Everyone will know very soon. Does Alexis know? Alexis. <laughs> I just thought maybe you had a deal with your wife where like she got to name the first one, no questions asked, and maybe you got to name the second one, no questions asked. No, we each get one veto. So I will, so I'll tell you some of the names she, I'll tell you a name she's vetoed and I'll tell you a name I vetoed. Okay. Um. So I vetoed Daphne. Okay. Um. Because That's I, a, it's a good name. It's a good name. Like, I like it. But I feel like my children would sound like reindeer, Davy and Daphne, and Donner and Blitzen. <laughs> so it was like, I can't do Daphne. Yeah. Um, and it's still, she's still upset. Any day she could name our, our daughter Daphne, but that's not her name. Um, and she one time said, what about Penelope? Which is, which is great. And I said, oh, yeah, Penelope. And she was like, all right, can't name her that. <laughs> Were you a bully in high school? <laughs> no, I wasn't. But I just was like, <laughs> phonetically. It's Out of my way, Penelope. <laughs> it's Penelope. <laughs> and I'm not naming my daughter Penelope. So what did you have that she vetoed? Uh, Where are your wounds? Well, I tried to go like, I wanted Shepard. Yeah. For a girl, I thought it would be like, oh, that's different, but cool. And I could call her Shep. And she's like, eh, I don't like it. I was on that one for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. Uh well can't wait to meet little Penelope Shepherd. <laughs> Penelope Penelope Shepherd Deroin. I don't know if we should keep saying Penelope. Wow. Um, you know what? There's nowhere else for this episode to go besides the mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's time. Let's rock it's and roll. Time. Uh I'm I'm gonna welcome onto the air here. Um, on this call-in radio hour, producer Michael with some mailbag questions. Hello. Yes. Hi, Michael. Hi, Brad. Hi, Kevin. I have never been on one of the podcasts where Michael got to speak on the podcast. Yeah, it doesn't happen regularly. Oh, but there are changes in the air. I love it. I'm all about it. Actually. I'm all about it. All right, here we go. Okay. Uh, let's start off pretty light. Uh, we have a question from That's a good Sadie. Idea. <laughs> That's a good call. You you yeah. read you read the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were swimming in the depths, walked out to Penelope, and now we're starting light. <laughs> uh, poor Penelope Cruz. <laughs> Penelope Cruz. 
it's tough. It's so funny to me. <laughs> you know what we have always <laughs> laughed about? Why are we children? My favorite thing to do with you is do the like switching first letters of the oh, person last my name. Gosh, it's, it's just amazing. the best. I like Daleb Caroin is not very funny, but like we got some good ones on yeah, staff though. Lane Moss. Main, main loss, main loss, yeah, is really funny. Um, Nate Carnes, Kate Narns, Kate Narns, it's a good one. Um, Matt, I mean, Matt Foreman becomes <laughs> Fat Mormon, which I think is the funniest thing in the entire world. It is. <laughs> it really is. Uh, I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. What would Michael be? He would be Michael Mester. Michael Mester. Uh, people do call me that. Oh wow, good uh, to know. Not everyone and not super often, but it does happen from time to time. Got a lot of a lot of nicknames that are just people changing the first letter of your first name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, mailbag. Uh, we have a question from Cindy Wilson. Who wants to know? Wendy Silson. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Cindy wants to know. <laughs> Uh, who is the brain? <laughs> <laughs> can't we can't recover. Uh, <laughs> Wendy, you want to say Wendy? I can only refer. Well, Wendy, uh, that's all I could say. Yeah, give me give me a second to compose myself. Cindy's great too. She doesn't deserve us <laughs> she, calling her Wendy. She doesn't. <laughs> we kid because we love Cindy. I the problem is I would do yours, Brad, but I don't know if I can phonetically say it. Yeah, it, it becomes unparsable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Uh Cindy wants to know who is the brain behind the sketches? Oh, that's really good. Um Context. Caleb Duroin, director of Mix. If you go to Mix, there are sketches. We teach through uh through dramatization. So we do. Yeah. yeah. This last year. Um we <laughs> This last year was ba- all of our sketches were based off of animals that were around while Jesus did crazy things. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was a like when Jesus sent all the demons into the pigs. It was a pig that was using the restroom and came back and realized <laughs> all his friends were, were, were drowning in the ocean. <laughs> oh, that's dark. It, it was pretty dark, yeah. but it's, yeah, it's funny. That's funny. Um, so, uh, actually, I for Mix, I get to help play a role in that. Um, Mallory Jenkins really does a great job with crafting a great program. Um, but I get to help out with a few projects. And thankfully, sketches are one of those that I get to. So, typically, what I'll do is... I'll write a rough first draft, give it to Mallory. She'll punch it up, and then we will do it together. Um, like we'll do like a table read. Be like, okay, so th- we can really find it here. We can find some jokes there. We can find this. So um, it really is great. We have some really fun ideas already for for twenty twenty four. I can't wait. Yeah, to um, see what happens. <clears throat> really highlighting a special thing about our staff, which is how well we collaborate. Like the question. I think is a is a perfectly reasonable question, but the answer is kind of like, I mean, it takes a village. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's all of it's, us. Yeah. 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 It's a really special thing that we get to be a part of. Yeah. And Mal's so good about like making it come to life. I was like, hey, what about these flies on the wall when Jesus healed the leper? She's like, Great, I'll make a fly costume. And it's like, yeah, that is not my gifting. That is not my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh we have a question from our old friend, Michelle Cruz. Oh, 
You all show. You, I just you level can't. out there. Yeah, <laughs> I can check. <laughs> <laughs> Michael getting in the weeds on the producer jargon. You were close, but not quite. Nice. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Michelle would like to know how do you go about picking a theme for the summer? What's the process of artwork, scripture, etc.? And what's usually the time frame? Yeah, Mish, that's a great that's a great question. So uh, our content team does a really good job of working, I would say, probably 18 months in advance. And so um, last year, we had rest of your life kind of circled and picked out, um, I would say, around March or April, um, just so we can work with our design team, work with, with other people in the building so that we can talk about it while we're at summer, right? And kind of give people a, a taste of what to expect. Um, I know there's a lot of things. So there, there typically are three or four on the, on the chopping block of, Hey, what if we did this? What if we did this? What if we did this? A team comes together and, Hey, I've actually been reading through this. I would love to do Esther. Or I would read, love to do uh, Genesis, um, which I will push till the end of days. I think Genesis is great. I think the whole gospel lives in Genesis one through three. So what, yeah, we might as well do it anyways. Um, and then it really is like a, 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 a process of, hey, let's go pray about it. I really have fleshed out kind of these ideas. And then by grace of the Holy Spirit, I think uh, the Lord just gives us kind of a um, a consensus and a unity on on that. And then that gets the wheels turning. So we turn it over to our design team and like— and kind of talk about like, hey, this is kind of the idea that we had of the, we'll talk about mix, for example. Um, as we talk through the rest of your life, a lot of us, like you think of nature, you think of kind of this idea of, uh, I walk like Psalm 23, you lead me by still, like still waters and through green pastures and stuff. And so they really kind of brought that to life into the, into our theme art that we have for this year, which I think is Maybe my favorite since working at CIY. Oh. Yeah, it's got oh, those breaking news. cool groovy letters, and <clears> it's <throat> the I don't know. Is it worth getting a tattoo? Probably, but <laughs> what isn't worth getting a tattoo for you at this point? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I mean, like a profanity on my neck. Yeah, you're right. Okay, <laughs> um, so the thing that is crazy to me though, and I'm not creative. I'm well, Patrick Snow would get mad at me for saying that. I am not. Uh, I am not on our content team. Um, the thing that's crazy to me is that, like, when you're having those conversations about what you're going to talk to students about 18 months from now, prayerfully considering that, you are also our content team is also crossing all the T's and dotting on the I's of the program that is upcoming in that summer. Yeah. Like their heads are literally living in two places at once, which is like insane to me. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to think through it. Um, while also living in that. Right. I, yeah, they're, they're rock stars. I love working with our content team. They're the yeah, best. They're the best. Um, they are the best. Uh, so let's do one more but maybe a maybe a bonus i don't know 
Let's see how it goes. Come on, Heichel. We've got a great question from Mike Branton that fits the one more and maybe a bonus criteria. Oh, like, oh, okay. Grace. He says two questions, but related. Oh, first. Okay, he starts with a compliment. This is very nice. He says, first, you run a great program and tight ship. Thank you. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, Mr. Branton. But how do you react when the program doesn't go the way you planned? So, for example, a lot of youth pastors have an idea of how uh, a night will go, and then reality happens. Uh, The second question is, when you're sitting in church, are you able to turn off your pastor slash programmer brain and not critique what's being done on stage? Oh, man. Um, I want to let you think about your answer (laughs) and tell a very quick story. Um, Michael knows this. But this happens at CIY all the time where it's like, this should go this way. And then it doesn't. Um, one of my favorite examples of that is uh, I was at I was at Bowling Green State University for a move event. And uh, Sam, uh, Sam Kiefer was on stage emceeing and doing a great job, bang up job. And uh, <clears throat> we play all these games on the screen. Right. And almost all of the, the games are driven by the screen. And, you know, Sam's job is to like hype people up and, oh, you're rooting for the yellow troll. Yellow troll's coming up. No, no, the purple troll's going to take over. And it gets about, I don't know, 10 seconds from being done. And the whole LED wall just goes black. (laughs) And he's standing up there and he's like, all right. (laughs) I don't know if he was thinking like maybe it'll flash back on. It did not flash back on. Someone was walking backstage like classic tripped no on a cord way. yeah unplugged the whole thing oh my so gosh. um yeah jason miller was there i saw all the blood rush out of his face it was amazing but uh my favorite thing that happened then is the 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 whole service got like condensed right sure. it's like okay we can't literally can't do any more of our morning show so it's like okay we're gonna worship now and the worship band came out no screen for the words so they were like Okay, everybody, pull out your phones and Google the lyrics. That's amazing. (laughs) To this song. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone was singing the song, reading the lyrics off of their phones. And then the screen came back on. Oh, man. So that's not an answer to the question. No, that one would make me poop my pants. (laughs) Um, No. So to answer Mike Branton's bike Mrantons. the br is hard that's why my name is hard too yeah like i think you do you have to move them together i think it depends i think i think with mike you would move them together so i think it would be bright manton but i think for you brad say it it's so hard i, I think i think it would be rad boring <laughs> Like the W is just silent uh, yeah like in ren yeah, cuz that's, like that's a carolina like in carolina ren yeah I don't know. I like Warad. <laughs> Warad boring. <laughs> well, everyone, everyone always called me B Rad. It could just be like W Rad. W Rad. It's too long. That okay. Is dumb. All right. Answer the question. Gosh. Uh, okay. I'm tired uh, of you stalling. So the answer <laughs> to this is simple, but not. We hold it with an open hand. Um, when a program doesn't go the way that you want it to do or the way that it, the way that that flows is odd, 
we, I would, from my time at COI, I would say that we've actually held it with an open hand of, we're not afraid to cut things. We're not afraid to flip things. We're not afraid to move things, to, to adjust things. Uh, we're constantly looking at, hey, does this make sense in the light of, hey, are students going to understand the gospel better if we do it this way? Um, does this muddy the waters? Does this not make any sense? Or is this really hard to understand? I think one of those is in 2022, um, Mix had decision night, decision night, or like our gospel night on night two. Um, and it just didn't make sense with the flow. We did three or four weeks with that. And we just were like, there is a tension here that does not make sense. So in the middle of June, we switched it. We switched all of day two and all of day three and like flipped them. And the team did a really great job and was able to kind of to hold on to that. But switch some of our elements, switch some of those things that was a difficult ask to do because we work on this program all year. So I would say when it doesn't go well, we hold it with an open hand because really the the main thing is our middle schoolers, our high schoolers, our preteens understanding and hearing a clearly communicated gospel. And if it's not, then it's like, cool, we can work on some things. And if it is, then if it's not to our liking, then like, okay, because we're perfectionists. We've lived in this thing the whole time. Of course. Um, yeah. I often say like when we roll it out, right, we, we've we lived in it for so long. You're like, ugh, this is gross. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm ready um, for next year. Yeah, let's just scrap <laughs> this one. Let's just move on. Uh, but the second question is a resounding no. I can never turn my programmer brain off. And that is annoying. Um, and it, is something that I ask God for a lot to say, hey, let me not have expectations or let me not think during this worship set like what I would have done differently, please. Because to me, it like it turns into like a selfish thing. It's a pride thing of like, well, I know how to do that better. Or I, oh, we should have done this. And it's just like, let me get out of my own way. And I think that's an easy way for uh, me to become distracted in that's not a good thing. I don't want to be distracted. Yeah. You could do what I do. What do you do? Not be a programmer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not a programmer, but Problem it's just solved. like, that's the your problem. Background, like, your background is in programming. It is. But like, <clears throat> it is just like this critic that is just gross. I just, I hate that part of myself and I wish I could turn it off. And I think honestly, like I find some of the most powerful moments when I'm with uh, believing body is when like I can turn that off and just be yep. a part of the body and not overthink. Why did they do that? Or why Which did they pick it, this color? In my experience, is usually for me like quieter worship moments. I don't know, like when we go back to hymns or sing without instrumentation or whatever it may be. For some reason, those moments are able to kind of grab me differently yeah. and and whatever. I love it. We go to the same church. Um, I think that like the style of preaching that Mark Christian brings to the table is so helpful to that too. Oh gosh. Because it's just so like surgical. Like there's nothing about him that's trying to like use bombast or passion to convey a point, but he's like, yeah, no, that's what it says. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. That's awesome. That's what I needed to hear. So anyway. Yeah. That's, that's really good. 
Good question though, Mike. Um, all right. I think we we need to be done. Um, <laughs> before we do that, <laughs> before we do that, I thought of another name. Oh no. Who's Titus Weiss. <laughs> so like Tish is not that bad. Whitest teeth. Whitest teeth. It's like, ooh. <laughs> That's my boss. That's funny. Sogan. Uh, oh, you can't do LaPerry. Spoken like Logan Sperry is Spoken Larry. Yeah. I like it. Jeff Burkholtz. Beth Jerkholtz. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's funny. Beth Jerkholtz is good. You got one, Michael? I might cut that one out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> There's so many good ones. <laughs> Jason Miller is Mason Jiller. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Hark Manned, Mark Hands. Why don't you read her? <laughs> oh, Lose at her. John Lose at her. Lon Lose at her. Lose at her is great. It's good. It's good. Okay, uh, we've had fun today. <laughs> Crying Rayborn. And uh, we've had fun today. I, I've had fun today. Have you had fun today? I shouldn't speak for you. I don't I've know had so much be. fun. Um, it's good. Good to laugh. Uh, if I remember correctly, I believe that one of Mix's uh, like core values is is fun. It is fun. One yeah. of our pillars, baby. One of the pillars is fun. So fitting that you came on to this podcast and we had fun. We did switch okay. people's names. Um, I would love for you to close out our time together on a little bit more serious note by uh, by blessing our listeners. I would love to. May God show you grace and bless you. May he make his face shine on you. May you experience the love of Christ through whom God gives you fullness of life. May you be strengthened by his power. May Christ himself make his home in your heart, that you would be full of his love and grace, and that those you serve would see Jesus in you. Today's episode was produced by Michael Hester, Lauren Bryan, and myself. A huge shout out to Caitlin Adams and Caleb DeRoyne for dropping some knowledge today and making me laugh. And uh, the biggest thank you of all to you for listening. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to be on the event wherever you listen to podcasts. And help one of your youth ministry friends find us by uh, by sending them a link to this episode. We'll be back in a couple weeks, but in the meantime, feel free to reach out to us on the CIY Community Facebook group or by email at podcast.ciy.com. See you next time.